Hello, and welcome to Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stearns, here with Lisa Stearns, and we're your hosts on this weekly exploration of simple ways to enhance your relationships, improve your health, manage your stress, and just be happier. Now settle in while we discuss Just One Thing. Greetings. Hello. Good day. Salutations. <laughs> I just I, I guess that was funnier than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Welcome to the next episode of Just, Just One, One thing. thing. Just One Thing is the podcast of Mindful Living. Today. You can find us on Facebook at The Mindful Couple. We'd love for you to join our supportive, uh, all-inclusive group, Mindful Living Today with Lisa and Brad. We're also on Facebook. On Facebook. And we're also on Instagram. Uh, today's episode is going to be a follow-on to a discussion Lisa and I had yesterday uh, about a book she was looking through, because I said, what do you want to talk about tomorrow? <laughs> and then she went looking in the basement and elsewhere to try to find all of her books. And there's a whole lesson in the effort to find the books, because it was quite upsetting, but we'll talk about that another time. What she did is she found a book about uh, forgiveness and how forgiveness can set you free, and we talked about a variety of topics around that. And I'm going to entitle this, and you can we can change it as we okay. go, depending on how the discussion goes. But I'm going to call it Stress and Everyday Forgiveness. Okay. Because what we want to talk about is how occurrences happen, especially with other people, during your day-to-day activities right. Right. that really elicits a stress response. Right. And a lot of times, there's... Well, we'll talk about why that happens right. and what's wrong with that, right. but it but it but it creates, you know, turmoil in your brain. And in, according to this book, and according to our own experience, mm-hmm. certain things that you can do to that I put in the category of forgiveness right. can actually help reduce that stress response and help you get right. through your day a little with a little more equanimity. Right, and and I would think um, before we even go any further. Um, I would think most of us, and this was, I had several realizations just looking into this topic. I think most of us would not recognize that being upset, like, like feeling somebody was rude well, or. I, I, I like the example of if somebody cuts you off in line. Right. Steps in front of you at Panera when you're ready to order right. your <laughs> lunch or your whatever. Lunch. <laughs> yeah. And you think, oh, they're so rude. Um, I don't think we normally associate that with a stress response. But it, but it happens. But it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I know for myself, I, I, I usually go one of two directions. Either like, I, I don't want to curse, but like, right. w- <laughs> WTF, <laughs> mate, what are you doing? What's going on there? Right. And the other one is to like, ah, oh, whatever. I don't care about it. But then I'm thinking to myself, geez, am I not being assertive enough? <laughs> right. And then if I think I'm not being assertive enough, then that creates a stress response right. in me too. Like, right. oh, maybe I need to maybe like... Maybe I need to take care of maybe this. Maybe I need to take care of this, you know? <laughs> and I, in my mind, now, this is not a good thing, but I, maybe I need to be more manly. Right. That's the right. label I put on it. Right. That's stressful. Right, right. And, and there's potential conflict there, which right. is stressful too. It's so stressful. all exactly. of those things can create stress. Right. Just those little dings, dings yes. that happen day yes. to day. And so yes. you do have a stress response. And then, go ahead. I was going to say, then you start having this self-talk, oh, which, right, which right. I just That's talked true. about, right. which just right. sort of spirals and makes you more and more stressed, right. which could have been a fairly minor incident. Right. Well, and I think that's one of the things that um, it's it's so uh, important about today's episode is just recognizing um, that we, without our knowing it, we are constantly thinking. And if something has upset us, sure, our mind sure. yeah. is looking, our mind is triggering us and telling us, 
If you're upset, that means it's a danger. There's fear here because it's a biological... Well, well you are here right. because your ancestors going back, 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 back even to right. the pre-humans right. because they had this heightened stress response which made their muscles ready to work, right. which took blood away from their extremities so that right. they could respond to run, right. to fight, to freeze, to do what was necessary to deal with the dangers that were in the environment. Right. So those are the, those are the ancestors that lived long enough Right. To reproduce, raise their youth. The ones that didn't have that, that were like, oh, oh whatever, it's no big deal, it's a lion. <laughs> they, got, they got ate up by the lion or right. killed by the opposite tribe or didn't worry about getting food and starved. Right. Now, they didn't have that heightened heightened fear stress response. Right. And so they're not here anymore. Right. And we, But we still we carry that today right. in a relatively safe society. Right. But we still have that. And it's it's constantly looking for danger. It's constantly saying, that is danger. danger. Right. And, 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 and in reality, it's not. You know, the fact that someone was rude to you is not danger. It's uncomfortable. Yes. You might not have liked it. You might need to do something. But the the basic fundamental reality is it is not danger. No, but your body still Your body still says it's danger. Right, right. And and over long terms, you know, when that is constantly pumping your body with those stress hormones, um, stress chemicals, that can have long-term negative impacts Impact on your health, on, everything, on your, your relationships, everything, everything. Right, yeah. right. So one of the things that this uh, book, I'm going to just jump right in if uh, that's okay. Please okay. do, yes. All right. So one of this, the, this, I love statistics about certain things. So this one had some statistics, which I love to share. So we have 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day. They're, they're just constantly streaming. It, it's just, con- right. Yeah. I mean, we talk about like, when even when you meditate, you can't turn those off. They <laughs> right. just are constantly happening. It's a matter of, can I refocus? Can I refocus? Can I refocus? Right. And the more stressed you are, the more thoughts you have. And they're not good thoughts. Well they're, well, they're speeding up to save you from danger. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They are They are looking for a solution. They're looking for safety. They're looking to remind you of, of past dangers. Um, and so, so recognizing... Well, and, and also, you, and, and I think we talked about it a little bit yesterday, is, is when that stress response occurs and all those thoughts speed up, it actually cuts off the functioning of your frontal Absolutely. cortex where right. you're... You know where your logical executive brain thought, is, and right. executive function is. So the more stressed you are, the less you can you turn it off, and the less you can actually be rational right, right. about what's going on. And, and also, the other thing is when you have, let's just say, go back to the the experience of someone cut you off in line. Let's say okay. um, that for whatever reason that triggers in you, uh, gee, that was rude. Once that happens, your brain also starts looking for other examples of when a person was rude or a particular person. If you have a a relationship in your life where it's kind of contentious a lot, now your brain is going to go back and say, oh, remember this one? Remember that one? Remember this one? Remember that one? And it spirals up and it's spiraling, looking for more ways. And what what you are actually doing when you are allowing that to follow the brain's motivation behind right. this is you are actually allowing your breath your brain to put yourself in a chronic state of danger yeah, and, and, and stress and it doesn't turn off and i, I know there i know people who live their whole life right. Right. in that chronic chronic, chronic state, state of being offended alarmed Right. Wanting to retaliate, wanting to run, right. whatever those stress hormones lead them to do, they're constantly like that. Right. So, right. so, do you have some other statistics that you wanted to talk um, about? Before? Well, I, yes. So, before we okay. move on, okay. the National Science Foundation found that more than 
80% of your thoughts are fear-based, which, which that, that number blew my mind. Yeah, that's, that, oh, yeah. that, that's a huge number to recognize that that's actually the place. I call it the playground. It's the playground my mind lives in. Is the, it's, is, a, it's a scary place. It's a scary place, right? That's your default. Right. Uh, we talk about right. that default system a lot. That's, the world is dangerous. Right. And 95% of your thoughts are repetitive. Excellent. So you're not having a new thought. You're actually having the same old thought about something that happened. And usually if it's spinning around repeating, it's right. grabbing other it's gra- oh, awful yeah. stuff too. It's like sticky notes. It's just picking up everything going along the way. So, you know, I think it's really powerful to just, just know yeah. that. And one of the exercises they recommended in this book, which I thought was was a really good way to kind of check in with yourself okay. in terms of how how much time, like I can hear people saying, that's not, that's not really my brain definitely isn't spending 90% right. of its thoughts. Uh, so every time you get, write, make a whole bunch of little tiny pieces of paper, like one inch by two right. inch, when you have a thought, um, write it down, put it in a jar, crumble it up, put it in a jar, and just see how long it takes you to fill up that jar with right. little crumble up pieces of paper. Right. And that will start to really give you a sure. visual demonstration of how many thoughts you're actually having and that the majority of For those sure. thoughts are sure. fear-based. Okay. And Sorry. So, so life is horrible. <laughs> You're constantly stressed. Very scary. How, how can we, <laughs> what are a couple tools that we can use to sort of get out of this day-to-day stress mode that's just ha- that just happens because of interactions with people? Well, it's because the way we're wired. You well, know, I think that's the thing is recognizing this is the way we come out naturally. Right. And if we want to have a different life, if we want a different script, then we need <coughs> to make the effort to create that different script. Um, and so when you hear yourself, for example, say, right. well, that was rude. Right. What you want to do is rescript that phrase. And I like the term rescript, reframe. Reframe. Yeah. Right. So as soon as you hear yourself, and you can, and in my mind and in my body, I can feel when I'm getting ready to say something like that. There's sure. something like a little bubble coming up from my stomach yeah. and I've got a little energy in my chest area. And, and it's, I, I, to me, it's not so different of a feeling from anxiety. Right. I'm, I'm sort of on the tippy toe about to trigger some of those Something. fight or flight responses right. that you right. know, are built into our right. system. So when if, if you can catch yourself and hear that, that you're going to say, or even after you've said it, but you say, well, that was rude, or that person was so insensitive, or they just totally blew right. me off for lunch, flip that, rephrase it, reframe it, so, and offer a second opportunity for why so that give me, happened. Give me an example. Okay. Somebody cuts me off at, at, out, out on the street. I'm driving okay, down the right. road. Somebody cuts me off. And I'm inclined to say, well, you know, screw you, dude. Like, why are you cutting me off? Right. And instead, I'm going to think, wow, they must be having a really hard day. There must be an emergency. Yeah, absolutely. That, that, that something is important that they right. have to get to where they're going. As soon as I do that, that actually flips the frontal cortex, the prefrontal cortex in my head and allows executive function to happen. It allows a rational sort thought. Sort of short circuits it's, that fight or flight it, and allows absolutely. you to say, what, what could be an explanation for this that's not personal, that's right. not that's an not attack offensive. on me? Right. Somebody steps in front of me in line like, wow, maybe they didn't see me. Or right. maybe they saw that their order's ready and they don't, right. they don't need right. to or, actually Or maybe they've got a mother that's sick at home that they've got to run home to because she can't be left alone you, and they you, had to come out, whatever. Because for the most part, 99% of the time, you don't know what's going on <laughs> in somebody no else's head. You have no idea. More often than not, it's it's not personal. It has nothing to do with you. Exactly. Right. It's either somebody didn't notice or they're in their own head or whatever. Um, and that, and that <laughs> reframing is not a natural thing. 
Oh, gosh, no. You know, so that takes a lot of practice when something happens. And, and we're talking like day-to-day interactions. Right. This is not necessarily a big, you know, serious conversation you're having with your spouse or your family. Right. This is just right. like... This is just you day, recognizing... Day-to-day annoyances that happen. And, 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 it's and the, the little things. And in the context of that reframing and trying to come up with an alternative explanation that's not a personal attack right. or making the, the person that's doing that a bad a bad person, that's what I'm talking about uh, you know, just reducing that stress. And that's what, right. I, that's what I, that's what I put in the context of day-to-day forgiveness. Right, right. I'm, I'm forgiving that person for cutting me off because they may have had a six month mother and they're right. trying to get home to, right. to provide care or whatever. Right. And, and I think it, um, as you're, as you were saying that, I'm thinking how important that really is within those really close or interpersonal relationships, oh, like with a partner or a spouse. Um, because, you know, you may have had a terrible day and you want, you come home and you're like all in your head about your terrible day and your spouse comes home and they're not helpful or they right. don't take care of the kids or they didn't walk the dog or put the trash out or whatever it is. And you've got that, well, like you never do your thing in your mind, I think if you can pause at that moment and actually acknowledge, you know what, maybe they had a rough day too. Maybe, Maybe they haven't even had a chance to tell me that something terrible happened to them. Or maybe they're exhausted. Maybe they had a huge sure. meeting or a deadline or whatever, you know, and just a little grace. I, and I think of that as a little as grace, grace, a little you know? forgiveness, because little forgiveness grace, is part of grace, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Just making an allowance that something else might have happened. And in doing that, that lowers the stress in your body. Right. That simple And that's what practice. all this is about, is making you healthier, making you happier Calmer. by reducing that stress and allowing you to live your day with a little more equanimity. Right, right. So one of the things that you talked about earlier was just the rapidity of the thoughts that you have. And you talked about writing, you know, right. your thoughts and crumpling them up and putting them in a, right. um, Jar, a hole or right. whatever. But that gives me another thought and what you can do to sort of short circuit the spiral of, of negativity right. is you talked about how fast the thoughts occur, right. but how slowly even the fastest writer can, can put his thoughts right. down. And so right. you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Well, they just the science shows that because you, you think very quickly, you cannot write as quickly as you think. The mere process of writing down a thought will slow your thoughts down enough to allow executive function, to allow so you, rational thought. you get thought. out of that fight or flight. You get out of that the stress repetitive response. repetitive thinking, yes. And so that's, you know, other than journaling, just writing down. Just one thought. What's happening. The thoughts that are occurring as they're flying. If you have a place where you can grab pencil or paper or right. whatever and start writing down the Physically thoughts. Physically writing occur, it down. That is going to just slow it down, allow you to think more rationally, get you out of that fight or flight spiral, spiral that can right. happen from just simple Occurrences day to day. Right, right. And so, and and we're not talking about, like, I love the idea of, you know, it's like a half inch piece of paper by two inches. It's a little tiny piece of paper. So this is not, we're not saying go journal about it. We're saying write down that one thought, like whatever that thought was, write down that one thought. And once you write that one thought down, then that gives you the ability to look at and say, okay, how could I flip that? How could I come up with any other situation because the right the writing itself slows you down and now you have an opportunity to reframe or rescript that to say what's an alternative that anything could have anything yeah. and and i think a lot of when i when I, I have tried to do this with people before a lot of times people get really locked into that um well no they're definitely offending me they're definitely doing something else so sometimes you may even have to say well okay if another person that i didn't know right. did this to me, if it's something that you're you're used to having that connection right. with you know step outside that and say okay if somebody else that i didn't know did this to me maybe what could be their motivation and sure. that may give you that that little pause 
that that breath that you need to be able to reframe that. Because sometimes when we're in a, a contentious relationship, sure. it, it is hard to see that somebody is not doing something historically. Right. So, you that, know, so that writing writing is just really a tool to help you reframe when, Absolutely. when you might, your brain might be hijacked by yes. that stress yes. response. Yes. We, you know, we really just touched the surface of this. And I think we just wanted to make you aware that, you know, all these stress, stress ores are happening all the time. Constantly. Um, and it's, it's hijacking your brain. It's it taking is. away your peace. It's taking away, you know, your, your happiness. Day your to rational day, thought. Your rational thought. And so we just wanted to say that, you know, there are steps you can take to sort of forgive people. Right. And show a little grace. And it, removes you from that stressor and you have a little more calmness right, in your day. Right. And so what's your one thing? My just one thing is just recognize that, man, these stressors are hitting you all oh, the time. Right. And if you're not aware of it, you're not gonna be able to take the steps right. to 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 fix it. Right. You're at the you're at the mercy of your brain. Right. Um and and I think mine is 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 going to have to be similar because I think it as with most things it starts with that recognition. You know, can can you just recognize that there is a dialogue going on in your mind that's constantly saying, "Well, that was stupid of them. Why did they do that? Why they must hate me? They must hate me. Uh, you know, whatever whatever it is, um, can you just for for one for one minute be aware that those thoughts are right. are coming and pause. Uh, really valuable topic. I think so too. And uh, glad you listened to us today. Yes. And, and until next week, this has been Just, Just One, One Thing. Thing.